thought you had a rap to do. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. <laughs> Jackass. You still do it. In other words, welcome to the Rogue Squadron Podcast. We're glad to have everyone here. If you are live with us on Twitch at the moment, we encourage you to chat. Let us know what you want to talk about. Let us know your opinions on the rest of the shit that we're doing. Um, if you're not, thank you for catching us on iTunes or Stitcher or your preferred podcast device. Whatever you think is easiest to listen to the shit. Um, this is episode 33. Things are things are moving right along. So no rap. You don't have anything to say? I can still do it. <laughs> no. No. I don't think it's going to happen. It's over. You, you got stage fright. It shouldn't happen. Uh, but yeah. So no rap. Just podcast. That's actually probably for the best. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> you mm-hmm. lost it. Mm-hmm. No. None of that either. I was going to do it. <laughs> I'll have to do it next time. That was your last chance. You okay? If you write it down this time, you'll be ready for uh, the next episode. You can do it on 34. Uh, another news. If you are unfamiliar with the show, this is a Star Wars comedy show. We do a bunch of everything. We start talking about Star Wars, and then we kind of jump into video games, comics, beer, a little bit of everything. So um, you can subscribe, iTunes, Stitcher, like I said earlier, whatever you want. Um, you can look us on social media at Rogue Squad Pod. Find us on there, uh, especially on Instagram. We have a bunch of memes, a bunch of funny shit we got on that on Instagram. So follow us, laugh, check out some Star Wars jokes, and uh, engage with us. We want to hear from you. If you listen to the show, if you've listened to many episodes, if you know who we are, uh, reach out because we want to know who you are. We want to get in touch and hear what you got. What you have to say about all the rest of it. Mm-hmm. You want to do our rundown of our topics? That's usually your job. All right. That's the only thing I make you do. Today, we're going to do some beer. <laughs> we got beer, <laughs> as usual. Um, it was recently brought up. I don't know how official or non-official this is, but there was some some crazy shit talked about uh, KOTOR 3 being a possibility. Um, as well as we're, I, we, I watched The Amazing Spider-Man. I was trying to catch up with uh, some superhero shit. So we got The Amazing Spider-Man. Uh, we're going to talk about that and the Man of Steel movies. Movie. Movie. Um, and a little more Battlefront. Uh, more news. More news. Um, and Rogue One news. More news, um, more booze. So. More news, yep, more yep, booze. Yep. Yeah, so we got all that stuff that we're going to get into. Uh, first of all, we are sponsored by some awesome people. Numero Uno, Podcast Masters. They do editing setup, um, equipment consultation, mixing, um, setup for the streaming, all the rest of that stuff. Try to make it sound good. <laughs> got our intro music. Uh, we got some background music while we, while we chat. Um, all that stuff is courtesy of music or of, uh, podcast masters. Um, if you need help with your show or YouTube videos or voiceovers for games or film or anything like that, audio books, whatever, check them out. Podcastmasters.net. And uh, at Podcast Masters on social media, get in touch, tweet them with questions for your show, and they will help you out and all the rest of it. Also, by New Wave Traders, our dude Mike at New Wave Traders has some awesome, hilarious, actually not hilarious, sorry, I'm thinking of the wrong thing. (laughs) Uh, Nevertheless, awesome uh, collectibles, action figures, and uh, old school retro, everything that you want. Uh, Let's see. See what he's got there on his website for today. Uh, old school uh, retro games, too. Consoles, 
Like here's a, an adapter for the NES to hook up four controllers. I never saw that when I was a child. I don't think I ever saw that's wow. 50 bucks. Must be pretty rare. Nintendo robotic operating buddy. I've never heard or seen of that before. So you can control that thing with the NES. That's fucking nuts. There's a robot for the NES. I don't understand what that is. It just looks like a Wally that you plug into the NES. Yeah, looks like number five. That's weird. Sur- short circuit. That's weird. Uh, but a bunch. Hey, there's us. But a bunch of stuff. Um, collectibles, action figures. He's got like Beanie Babies on there. Um, Minecraft memorabilia. A bunch of that shit. So uh, check them out if you're looking for some old stuff. And it's cheap too, man. We got I got a little Boba Fett action figure. I say that every time. That's my claim to fame from New Wave Traders. But uh. Five bucks. Boba Fett. Got it. It's on my desk. Good Done. shit. Uh, so check him out. NewWaveTraders.com. At NewWaveTraders on social media. And he's usually got pictures up of like what he's selling. His new new inventory. So uh, check him out. Give him a follow. Tell me sent you along. And uh, and we'll leave it at that. Agreed. All right. Any updates from the past week? Mm. Usually we lead off with, oh, it's fucking hot. Or, oh, it's... Cavs or some shit. Well, the Cavs did. Uh, they're, they're on their way to the Eastern Conference Finals, which is fucking amazing. So we are uh, two seven-game series away from winning the title. They slammed got a, the Bulls, didn't they? Uh, I mean, not really. The last game we destroyed them, but uh, the first That's four, the first four uh, games in the series were hard-fought battles. So, um, but yeah, we're. I mean, surprisingly looking great with uh, no Kevin Love. So. We got the beat the Hawks and then whoever get, comes out in the West. So, good shit. It's exciting stuff for uh, Cleveland and Cleveland fans, Ohio so. fans, and fans of this podcast. Always. The Cincinnati doesn't have a team, do they? Not an NBA team. So that's what I meant. So Cleveland is the only NBA team in Ohio. So yeah, everyone in Ohio should be excited. Cleveland is actually the only team. There's a, there's only like two teams in the Midwest. Because, like, even Buffalo doesn't have an NBA team. It's just Detroit and Cleveland. Really? Indiana, had to, I guess, never mind. They have the Pacers, but I'm thinking, like, Pittsburgh doesn't. That's I know true. Columbus, Cincy doesn't. There's uh, no Kentucky teams. There's no... Virginia? I mean, West Virginia? No, no. Huh. 76ers, but Philadelphia's so fucking far away. Uh, that's not even Midwest. That's East Coast. What so. about Tennessee? That's not even Midwest, is it? Tennessee has Memphis, but they're the West. They're in the Western Conference. That's weird. The way they cut up the map sometimes in the fucking United States is strange. It is weird because it is at technically east of the Mississippi, right? And it's in a Western Conference. Yeah, but that's weird. It, the city's basically on the Mississippi. But yeah, oh, it's well. interesting. That's or like I was talking to some of my roommates, and they were saying. Um, some Minnesota teams, like in the NHL, are in the Eastern Conference, but a Minnesota NBA team would be in a like Western. Like, it just it it changes from sport to sport too. Fucking random. Hey, it's fucking dudes. <laughs> so, all right. Well, that's a good way to start, I guess. Good yeah. stuff for Ohio Ohio sports fans. Get into that. All right. If you've been following us for more than one episode, you know that we do a weekly beer review. Pick something random. Uh, and talk about how good or bad or mediocre it is. So, let's bust out what we have this week for the review. I don't know how to pronounce this. Tregs? Trogues? Trogues? Probably Trogues. T R 
O with the um, umlau, so it's called EGS. So I'm thinking like Trogues. Uh, anyways, Trogues Brewery, True Eggs Brewery, Sunshine Pilsner. It has the sun with an evil grin. This is what it looks like. Hmm. I'm excited because I love Pilsners. And I didn't grab it because it was a Pilsner. I just saw the sun and then I grabbed it. Yeah. I mean, so. if there was a go-to type of beer, I'd probably pick a Pilsner. You know, there's so many beers in the world. We just kind of, at the end of the day, you just got to pick some. Pick some and just go for it. If you have a suggestion of something that we haven't done yet, uh, if you have like a favorite beer or there's a craft beer brewery in your town or something that you want us to try, uh, let us know. And we would love to uh, take new beers into consideration. You can find all of our old ones, too, on the website. Just head to the blog, roguesquadronpodcast.com, and uh, you'll find all of our older beer reviews and notes for the episodes and all the rest of that fun stuff. Um, so, pouring this out real quick. Are you going to pour yours or are you going to do bottle? I'll do bottle. Cool. It smells like a normal Pilsner. Uh, but let's cheers this and go for it. Uh, did we even say what the fuck it was called? Sunshine Pills? Sunshine Pilsner, yeah. Think with tro- true eggs. Trogues. Trogues. Handcrafted by the Trogues brothers. Hmm. Interesting. Whoa, what? Okay. <laughs> That's your only response. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Very interesting. Not a, uh, it's, it's like a, uh, it's a sharper Pilsner. I was, wasn't really expecting the it's f- f- uh, like full flavored for a Pilsner, mm-hmm. which is weird because I would think a summer would be not quite as flavored. Oh, I like this. Uh, Sunshine Pils combines the refreshing snap of a Euro style Pilsner with an assertive hop character, crisp and hoppy. Well, I do. I do want to uh, preface that we had Yingling before this, so maybe that's kind of throwing my palate off a little bit. But true. True eggs. Trugs. Uh So, yeah, the Sunshine Pilsner obviously is a Pilsner. Four and a half percent alcohol by volume. It's out of PA. Out of Pennsylvania, yeah. Uh, standard craft beer price, $9.99 for a six-pack. It's about average, I would say, for the nice craft beers. Um, I like it a lot so far. I like the bite. It reminds me of that Duvel that we had. It's, like, super sharp. I can't think anything about Duvel. So bubbly, it hurt my face. <laughs> well, it's not as bubbly, but it's kind of reminiscent. It's more bubbly than usual shit we have. I actually, I like how sharp it is. I like things that are super, super crisp, and super bitey up front. I always have. Maybe that's why I love it. What are you thinking? I don't know. Not your favorite thing that you've ever had before? Mm-mm. It's not bad. Isn't it kind of know. disappointing when we ha- get a beer and we're like, yeah, it's just a, it's just a beer. <laughs> it doesn't blow us away. I mean, there's it's weird because the two um, summery seasonals that we've done have not really been summery or seasonal. That's true. It's just This just tastes like a Pilsner, which is kind of... It's fine because I like Pilsners, but I was kind of expecting... Some squeeze of some fruit or anything in it, and it's just just tastes like a pilsner. I guess this isn't specifically a summer beer. It's called Sunshine. Yeah, I know. But they're talking about, they have this whole little thing about how the sun's roll dominates the hop cycle with the way that they're, like, harvested and shit. It doesn't specifically say, like, the summer ale or summer pilsner or something like that. But, I mean, yeah, you can kind of assume 
Yeah. I mean, it's not but fruity I mean, it, or flavor or like true, but it's seasonal. It's, it's light like a beer that I would have in the summer as opposed to like a porter or some shit. No, you don't think so? No. You're crazy. <laughs> I like you, but you're crazy. I like you. Um, our rating system, if you ain't familiar, isn't. I'll give a quick rundown. Rundown. Okay, quick rundown. Uh, it's out of three stars. Three stars is an amazing beer that we would have as often as possible. Two stars is a good beer that's too strong, too unique, too flavorful, too expensive, or whatever for the everyday. Uh, one star is a decent beer that's worth trying at least once, and zero stars is terrible. Uh, we've given a few threes, we've given a few zeros, and mainly we've had twos. That's probably the the standard of the craft beers that we've had, is two. Last week we had a one star. A one. Yeah, not many of those. But I think two's average. Oh, I shouldn't say average. Two. Usually the beers that we pick up are good enough that they get a two, and that pleases me greatly. But, uh, yeah. I'm ruling out a three for this automatically. No three. No three. I'm going to say... Yeah, I'm it's a no three, no one, or zero, but... It's undecided. Why don't we sit for a minute before we do it? Before there's we nothing, give the rating. So there's nothing about this that I don't like. It's just, you know, there's other Pilsners I'd rather have. And if you're literally just doing a Pilsner, fine. Have it at least once. Try it. But yeah. I uh, so I'm I'm kind of leaning towards a one honestly, but there's like I would still buy this maybe every once in a while, but but maybe I wouldn't because if I'm going for a pilsner, I'm probably gonna get Urkel or something Stella or something. Yeah, and that might be the reason it might slide to a one for me just because okay, it's <sighs> decent, try it once, but there's nothing there's nothing about it that I would say it's it's really good. Mm-hmm. It's just a pilsner. I think we should start being harsher. That's what I'm. I'm between thinking between the one and the two. Yeah. Uh, so I'm gonna go one star also. Yeah. So you should. It's worth trying. And now the here's the thing with the rating system too. One star doesn't mean it's like bad. If you're a pilsner fan, you're probably gonna love it, and you might get it more often than we would. But generally across the board, it's a good beer. You should try it once, but it's nothing that makes us go crazy that we wanna have it all the time and anything like that. That's about where I'm sitting with it. I'm sitting already. Already been sitting on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, one stars for the Sunshine Pilsner from Treg's, Trogues Brewery in PA. We might have to try another another one from them. But it, it even says crisp, hoppy Pilsner, and I'm not getting hoppiness out of it. Yeah, that's true. I'm getting the crisp. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Not 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 terrible, but you know, nothing crazy. Tarot Tactical, welcome to the room, my man. How's it going? What up? Glad to have you back. You know how you doing? Jesus. All right, I'm done with that. <laughs> <laughs> that was way too far. All right, so yeah, one star for the beer. Let's move on from the review. Ba, 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 ba. What was that for? What was that presentation uh, bringing in? Uh beer. <laughs> Yeah, we're done with the beer now. So oh, we're cool. still drinking it, though. <laughs> we will be for a minute. <clears throat> what do you want to hop into first? The superhero movies or the Star Wars games? I think I have more to talk about the superhero movies. Um, so let's jump into Spider-Man. Uh, right. The Amazing Spider-Man, the first one. Preface the first one because I'm slowly catching up. So t- first of all, I bought uh, Man of Steel 
the Amazing Spider-Man. Yeah. Both the first ones. Yeah. And Hot Tub Time Machine, all Blu-ray for under $20 That's for, really for all good. three. That's good for the Blu-ray. Um, so, yeah, I was, I mean, at Target, I was walking through and just uh, kind of just perusing and I came across, I was like, I can't not. For twenty bucks, right? Yeah. Even if you know, we'll get into it. Even if one of them's almost unwatchable. Well, the- Hot Top Time Machine's hilarious, by the way. Oh yeah. I saw the the name, the title of the movie, and thought this is gonna be terrible. No, it's really fucking good. And it's hilarious. Yeah. yeah, I liked it a lot. The black dude, I forget his name. I don't even know his actual name. He's just Daryl from The Office. Is what I always say. Oh, you never watched The Office, though. Yeah, he's hilarious. I like him in almost pretty much. Every movie, but yeah. then there's a couple like unknown actors. Well, there's that Rob one dude, Cordry, the ball guy. Yeah, he's hilarious. And then the young kid, he's in a lot of his stuff. Name either, but, but I never thought he was hilarious. But he's he's funny in that movie. And then, and then the main dude uh, from the eighties, John Cusack. Movies, John Cusack. Yeah, it's it's just a good mix altogether. Yeah, um, that was good. Uh, but so Blu-rays, like all discs and media like that, is so cheap to make. I feel like when a movie comes out, it's twenty thirty bucks. But after a few weeks, unless it's something epic, then it goes down in price super quick. Like you can get Blu-rays. What was that? What did you head for? What? Women. What are those? <laughs> what is that? <laughs> Describe them. Um, so uh, let's shut the fuck right, up. Ways, yeah. So Blu-rays are cheap. The Anyways. Amazing Spider-Man. Um, I went into it. Spider-Man, like I like I said last episode or a few couple episodes. Um, Spider-Man is probably my favorite Marvel superhero. Yeah. So I had uh, decent expectations. Um, and I'm basing it off the, whatchamacallit, Spider-Man. Tobey Maguire? Yeah. Which was what it was. It was one of the earliest of the superheroes. I think X-Men, we, we exclaimed, came out first. But then that was not too far behind it. It was a decent movie. It was just, you know, while I'll say... Spider-Man's my favorite. I've never read a Spider-Man comic, so I'm not a true fan. Well, we've barely read any comics. Well, that's what I'm saying, but, you know, a lot of people were mad at the Tobey Maguire one because it didn't follow true Spider-Man, you know, canon stuff. Right. Um, So this one was a little more canon from my understanding because, you know, he didn't have the web built in. That I guess that's probably the only thing that was really changed well, that people and what's, about. And what's-his-face or what's-her-face didn't exist. In the comics. Yeah. I thought she was by a different name. There's two different main girls. Okay. Yeah. What was the There's main girl in the, in, the, in the amazing one? Oh, Gwen. Gwen. Gwen Stacy? Does that sound right? Yeah, I think so. And then the other one is Mary Mary Jane something. Mary Jane Watson? Does that sound right? I think so. Yeah, Marijuana, Marijuana Watson. Marijuana Jane. Um, One, I want to say right? what's her face is stunning in the movie. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Emma or... Yeah, Emma Stone. Emma Stone. Yeah, Mary Jane Watson is the other girl. Emma yeah, S- they're, they're two different storylines of Spider-Man. Emma Stone is just stunning. And she's a really great actress. So she made it, she immediately made the movie better for me. Um, two, the actor that played Spider-Man was more physically what I wanted or what I expected as a Spider-Man. Thank he you. wasn't yes. strong and buff. He was just kind of like a wiry dude while he was... Like, I don't know, not 
<laughs> not too skinny to be, you know what I'm saying? But Tobey Maguire, he woke up and he was just like ripped. Yeah, that's kind of true. And it was just like, he doesn't, Spider-Man's not supposed to be ripped. Yeah, he does have super strength, but he's not supposed to be like a giant built mofo. So he just physically looked more like uh, what I expected as a Spider-Man. That was one of the biggest reasons that it felt it felt better as a movie. So I'll go down the list of what I liked first, and then we'll pick at, pick at what I, I didn't like. Um, yeah, you go first, because it's been a while since I've seen it, but once you start talking, I'll refresh. So it shows a little more of his backstory first. So I feel like the very first scene, the Tobey Maguire thing was like, well, this is my aunt and uncle that they raised me. Uncle Ben died! And then it was, okay. And then Spider. And then Spider. This was like... Well, I'm being raised. This is what my dad looked like. He yeah, left. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they show the whole backstory yeah. with the dad. He left. Right. And they didn't know what was going on. And then there was still some Uncle Ben stuff while while they were whatevering. Um, and then honestly, it was like a That's half a hour, 45 minutes in. And then Uncle Ben died. Um, but it really, it was Peter Parker's fault directly. He Because that guy robbed the store, mm-hmm. ran out, and he... Peter Parker didn't go home that night, so his Uncle Ben was looking for him, just randomly walking the streets like a idiot. Right. Um, but then he like stops, tries to stop the robber, and the robber shoots him. Great. Um, so he like directly fucked with Peter Parker's mind, thinking, mm-hmm. you know, I let this dude go because I was like, fuck it, I don't give a damn. Um, so it really pushed him into being the good person. You know, he let this huge crime, well, not huge crime, he let this crime go and now his uncle's dead so yeah i like it i like it man i like um, that backstory i do like the whole um him getting bit he snuck into that laboratory on that tour acting like he was a intern or whatever right um gets it was that whole lab stuff was i'll, I'll get into it later but it was uh, i was kind of weird but so he got stuck in that lab thing that mm-hmm. spider jumped on him he got bit Blah blah blah. It showed him getting bullied, right? Um, it, I think it was a little more close to the cartoon storyline, if I remember right. Yeah, but that had Mary Jane Watson in it. I think, if I remember right, that's it, been a long time since I've seen that shit. Um, couple things I really. Oh, and then the. Uh, I was wishy-washy on the villain. That lizard guy was just like... So outrageous. It was so outrageous. And it was weird. So the spider doesn't make Spider-Man into a spider. It doesn't physically make him into a spider. But the the other lizard serum made the dude a fucking lizard. Yeah. He was a lizard. Yeah, that's... I always thought that was random. So I, and may, I thought maybe, you know, they were talking about, well, which which genetic code or whatever will actually take over. And I think maybe the lizard genetic code, like he wasn't strong enough or just the genetic code didn't mix quite well. Yeah. I thought it was silly that he was kind of like researching the lizards and like they're super strong and I want to just take over the world and make everyone that strong. A lizard. It was kind of confusing. It was kind of, it was was a sudden. It was a poor villain character development. Like, I'm just a scientist. Like, yeah, I worked with your dad. He's really smart. And and to start here, with, too. Here's this stuff. Oh, I'm getting really strong. Well, fuck the world. And it's like, what happened? <laughs> you just got mad at some shit for no reason. And I, was, I was confused. Um, just wait till the second one. Yeah, from my understanding, there's just 12 bad guys running around. It's 14. Even um, 
Things I didn't like. He gets bit and then within like five minutes completely accepts his identity of Spider-Man, makes a suit, tells his girlfriend, right. and just it's it goes from innocent Peter Parker to I'm the Spider-Man, this girl knows, and I save people within like five minutes of the movie. And I was just yeah. like, wait a minute. There was like it was the opposite of like the Dark Knight. There was no character development. He just I'm Spider-Man now. So my favorite thing about the newer superhero movies is that whole identity. Yeah, the, the crisis, like and, the, and the acceptance of who you are or denial of who you are, which or, made or it, not even know what you're supposed to do right, or like Banner. And, and they they Avengers. tried to they tried to shove a little bit in there because the the girl's dad was that cop and he didn't like Spider-Man. Right. But it still wasn't an internal struggle, like identity-wise. It was just like, yeah, I'm I'm Spider-Man. Right. So. Yeah, that was that's my like I said that's my favorite thing about the new ones and that's what's missing. And it wasn't dark at all. I like the more realistic because it the was cinematography was kind of darker, but in the tone of the movie in terms of like the it was very. Not, I don't want to say child. I don't want to say childish, but it was more like a kids movie. I felt yeah rather than like the Dark Knight's a, an adult movie. Yeah, based or you know yeah I could picture that. Um, the other thing I wanted to bring up was. Oh, that five minutes of him becoming Spider-Man literally goes from let me jump off this roof or like like let me jump and oh I can I can stick to this wall right and then two minutes later he's swinging from buildings it was like you gotta like you gotta practice did did he never I don't think he ever fell like he just up <laughs> I don't remember. Let me try this and now I'm swinging from helicopters and shit and I'm like Right. This is fucking stupid. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. Uh the other small yeah, thing Yeah, you want to see them go through that training. It makes it more realistic to see them fuck up at first. Like to see them be terrible. Like in in Batman Begins, you've got to see his entire training process. That was half the movie. And that's what makes it because that, that, that was the thing that always bugged me in the old cartoons or the very few number of comics that I read is like episode one, this is a superhero. He's already doing these things. He's already a badass. Like he comes out of nowhere. You don't get to see that starting point. At least I missed him. Maybe I wasn't watching the right episodes, but that's the that's what's best to see in the new ones is them coming from a normal person and going through that whole that whole shit. Even the X Men one, for from two thousand, they had done pretty well. Background, you know, they picked up Wolverine. He was a fucking fighter at that bar. And- well, and him and Jean Grey up until the third movie doesn't. She's so she has potential, but she doesn't understand how to use it. You know what I mean? And Cyclops can't control his thing, and Wolverine can't control his rage. Just gets pissed and wants to kill everything. Rogue doesn't know what's going on. It's just I don't know. I don't know. I like seeing that. That makes it more more believable. And the Avengers too. Here's one of my favorite things too about the Avengers is that they gave they gave them their own individual movie to go through that entire process. So that way once the Avengers happens, they come together as a team and then they have to struggle being a team Amongst and working with each yeah. other. You know what I mean? But they're already in their own right. They're already like by themselves powerful. Because they, they, they handle that in, like, the solo movies. And now they come together as a team and they got to deal with that shit. Captain America and Iron Man are fucking yelling at each other all day. And 
It's good shit. You got to see the second one. We got to talk about it. Um, I do want to give some credit, like I said, to the actors in The Amazing Spider-Man. Um, I don't... There wasn't a single actor in the entire movie I thought, um, he, they could be better or whatever. I thought it was it was pretty decent. Um, and I, I liked... I love Andrew Garfield. I like... Yeah, I really I, do. I really hope he's in Avengers 3. And I, I love him as Spider-Man. I actually really like... Um, like just his attitude as a character as Peter Parker. Yeah. Um, you know he's more of just like a free willing, do what I want. Or he's, he was more of kind of a loner, and they 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 showed that in his in his stuff. Right. The Tobey Maguire thing. He was just like a huge nerd, and no one talked to him. Let alone. And then all of a sudden, he yeah. He then he gets the girl out of nowhere. Right. Right. But you know, in in the newer one. He's, he at least, you know, he write, wrote a skateboard. He had other stuff that he did. Right. So there was like established, you know. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking like, through a few of the photos right now just to re- refresh. The one thing they did way, way too much in that movie was had those um, those classic Spider-Man poses. And they would like slow down the movie just to show him in that like Spider-Man pose. I'm oh like, yeah, with both of his legs up and he's doing the yeah, right. and, and just whatever they Matrix did like style. They had like three like known Spider-Man poses and they put it in the movie like so many times. I'm like, I get it. Is it one of the shots where he's like taking photos of himself or no? No, because he he does that. I'm not remember because he's a photographer. He doesn't take pictures of himself. Not yet. That must be in the second one. That's in the cartoon, though. You know, he still works for the paper. Stop. All right. Wait. (sighs) (laughs) Amazing Spider-Man. Overall, good movie. Check it out. I wouldn't pay more than $5 to see it. No, I would red box that or wait for it. Netflix? Maybe. Netflix, yeah. Maybe it's worth seeing. uh, It'll be on Netflix eventually. I liked it more than the other Spider-Man movie. But there was still obvious things that was just like, eh. You can just I think the villain at, alone was just like, okay, fine. At, at this point, with the other superhero movies that have come out, I feel like you can tell that it's not Marvel. I feel like you can tell that it's Sony that made the movie. Oh, maybe that that's why. You know what I mean? Like you can tell Avengers is Marvel. It has the same tone as Iron Man and Captain America and whatever. I can tell that Amazing Spider-Man is a totally different company and X Men too. Yeah, I guess I didn't realize that, so it, that's probably the apparent why it's so, so yeah, it's so not weird. bad. It's just different and doesn't have doesn't carry the same uh, feeling, in my opinion. Now, Man of Steel, on the other hand, that mm, I can only comment uh, on like the first forty five minutes because I couldn't get through it. I only got through it on purpose so I could talk about it, but I was not a fan. I was it. It looked awesome. The trailers or whatever. Hans Zimmer did the score. Uh, the guy that played Superman looked like a good fit for Superman. I was excited to watch it, and we always shit on Superman. I was excited to watch it and be like, hey, finally, I have a reason to like Superman. No. And I was completely let down. <laughs> it was a bad movie altogether. I, yeah, I could not latch on. And Lars one, Pagan, welcome to the chat, man. One thing about The Man of Steel that I really hated was the cinematography, which is weird because... Um, so it, during on Krypton when they're running around and yeah. they're talking about Superman's backstory and his his mom and dad, yeah, one that took way too long for people that you knew were just gonna die. It was so outrageous. 
Why did you have to have like that council and all of a sudden, oh, this bad guy comes in and shoot like you could have taken all of that out and just showed Krypton about to blow up and they needed to send some dude away. And it was so detailed too. The cinematography, I'm telling you, was so it's unique. So this is this is I'll give you a quick example. They're talking, they're, t- they're talking about something, and there's a battle going on in the background. And they'll literally, this, the camera will zoom in to something that's going on in the background, show something blowing up in slow-mo, and then, like, zoom back out. In slow motion, then zoom back out. It felt like Avatar. <laughs> I haven't seen, I've you know seen what I'm that once. I need to watch that again. So, it's like, there, there's so much stuff going on. Yeah. Um. And you know the character right in front of you is the immediate focus, but then all of a sudden they'll they'll zoom into some shit blowing up in the background, and then right. and then they'll zoom back out. And it's like, why? Why did you do that? Stop! <laughs> Stop fucking with this movie. Uh, M Sad Twenty One Sergeant Belly Rubs, best name ever. Welcome to the chat. How's it going? We're talking about Man of Steel at the moment. Um, yeah, uh, I agree. I thought the way it was shot was great. The overall tone and cinematography of the movie was awesome. I thought the action sequences at the end looked good. They were not realistic. They were not believable, but they looked really good. Uh, But that was the only thing good I have to say about it. The storyline, I couldn't latch on to. The characters, I couldn't latch on to at all. I didn't even like the dude that played Superman. I liked him in the way he looked. I feel like he, kind of like Andrew Garfield, he felt like Superman. Oh, I He was this clean-cut, super nice dude, and that, that was fine. But he doesn't have like any emotion almost at all. That's why I didn't like him. He doesn't have anything to like make you believe he's trying to do the good thing and like save people. It doesn't you nothing to latch on to there at all. Yeah. It's, it's ridiculous. Uh that was my biggest complaint. Uh was like Oh just like trying to get into the story and the characters. I couldn't do it. Random fact when I was watching The Amazing Spider-Man, I I got to the credits. Yeah. It I laughed because then the last name of the I think it was the director or the producer. It was the first name in the credits of Spider Man. It was like David Webb. <laughs> I was like, Are you fucking kidding me? Did they hire this dude just because of that? <laughs> That's ridiculous. It's just like, what's your last name? Spider Man. You're hired. <laughs> One thing that pisses me off about Superman is Alright. He's an alien. Why does he look human? Why are all the aliens just humans. They look exactly like humans. They speak English. How does that make sense? Right. Because How it, does that make any sense dude, at all? But it was made in the 40s. Everything had to be American, English, and beautiful. Okay. That's <laughs> fine. But now it's not the 40s anymore. The way they've been making the rest of these movies, they, they, have, they find a good way to adapt it to modern times. That's not true at all. Yeah, it is. Thor spoke English. Thor's a god. An alien god. Okay, that's a good point. And all of his people. All right. The only argument against uh, Thor is at least the, the alien species that attacked him were not humans. There's a weird ice people. Remember that? Yes. Well, I mean, Thor's a... They're Vikings. How? What? No, they're not. They're not Scandinavian. They're, they're Norse- from another fucking motherfucker. Norse gods they're not norse gods thor odin i know they are but in the movie they're not i don't they were named after norse gods but they're not norse gods in the movie 
Maybe I'm wrong, but I don't. I feel like they are the Norse gods, but they're actually real. I don't know. I don't know enough. Unacceptable. Don't, don't judge me by that. Uh, my main point: I didn't have one. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, no. That. Uh, what was I going to say? Yeah. Don't. I think they do do a good job of adapting those things to modern, to modern day. But for Superman, no. I feel like they did not at all. Like our enti- we're an entire alien race, but we all look like humans and we do this. I was Let's really... Send this one guy to Earth and make him fix shit for us. I was really, really confused. Why are you sleeping right now? What's happening? Just tell me. I think I'm getting stuff mixed up. No, yeah, wow. I My mind is crazy. You're about to quote another you know, movie. Like, no, well, kind of. <laughs> I was trying to think because I know they had flashbacks in, in The Man of Steel and when he was a kid and his and his dad was t- helping him grow up and stuff. Right. Uh, but Dexter, I watched a, a few episodes of Dexter and I was trying to remember because th- you know how they go back in time and they, his dad tells him, asks him like, why, you, why do you want to kill things in Dexter? Right. I, was, I thought that happened in Man of Steel. I was like, wait. <laughs> <laughs> you must suppress your urges. <laughs> uh, wait, so how, wait, have you watched Dexter? Started to. Yeah. At this point, it's, it's old. It's a little, little, sounds, seems a little cheesy. The first I'm, season. It's, it's good. Uh, I don't know how far I'm going to get into it. Um, I would at least watch the first four. It's. Seasons. <clears throat> at least the first four. That's a lot. Well, there's eight seasons. I would not watch six, seven or eight. I might watch five if you really like it, but I would stop at five. Anyways, are we leaving Man of Steel behind? We need to. Yeah, I would, didn't was not a fan. Unfortunate. I was uh, very turned off by the movie. The, I would, I would give it a rating. Watch it just so you can see the fight sequences. Yeah. So the other issue I had was he's a baby. Gets shot out, lands on whatever, and then it just jumped to him being an adult and saving shit. And it was just like they go, they go, they go back and I, forth. I get it, but why save that oil barge randomly? I it just you know they threw stuff in there. I was just like because he wants to save people. It, why? Because he that's the right thing to do. Is it? Yeah, that's what his dad said. Why? Why? It's not his dad. I don't know. They just but it is his dad. There kinda. was no explanation, and maybe I just didn't get far it's like enough. Jesus, you have two dads. All of them. You got a dads. human dad, and then you have an alien dad. Duh. <laughs> um, I didn't mind that. They kind of jump you. They pull a Quentin and they'll jump back and forth randomly without knowing it. And they'll be human, or sorry, not human. They'll be uh, adult Superman, and then they'll jump back to like this middle school memory, and then human, and then adult again, and then they'll jump back to like teenage Clark Kent. And they just they just do that back and forth. I didn't mind it. I thought it was good. Uh, I'm I thought not, no. I, I bought the fucking movie, and I'm not sure I'll get all the way through it ever. You should. You need to watch the rest of it. The action sequences are done very well. Do I agree with what they're doing in the action sequences? Not so much. But they're entertain. That looks great. They're entertaining to watch at the very least. That will at least get your five dollars worth. Just watch the rest of that shit, please. Uh, but other than that, I agree. Unwatchable. Not. Unwatchable. 
watchable once if you like superheroes. If you don't like Spider or uh, Superman, unwatchable. If you don't, well, I guess. You know what's even worse is if you really like Superman, it might be even worse. That's true. Because if you're a huge Superman fan, you'd be like, well, what the fuck is this? That's true. It's kind of the whole Star Wars thing. Star Wars fans. <laughs> Star yeah. Wars are the fans are the biggest critics. So. Oh, absolutely. One Track Punk, welcome to the chat. How's it going? We're chatting about Man of Steel. We didn't like it. We're moving on. <laughs> Fuck that movie. We're done. I hope you're not a Superman fan because we're not talking about that anymore. Um, all right. So speaking of superheroes, I want to I want to argue with you about something. Yeah. That you bring up all the time. You say you have said on occasion that you like DC heroes because they're more realistic, except for Sp- Superman. But it's, it's mostly that's almost strictly because of Batman. I was gonna say Batman there, is one of the only ones that is like that. Well, you want to know why? Because Batman's one of the only unique DC. Uh, the Watchmen are also very, very real. Um, but I believe that was bought out from Dark Horse. Dark Horses. I don't even want to say because I don't know. Uh, I could be wrong on that. But um, almost everyone in Marvel, there's a, there's a the same person in DC. So it's kind of hard to say that. Mm, Other than like Iron Man and Batman. And then I'm, I swear to God, if you look it up, I'm sure there's like DC X-Men. They're just called M-Men. <laughs> Demon. <laughs> uh, no, I just wanted to. I feel like, yeah, you say that mainly because of Batman, but I feel like Marvel characters are actually more realistic. No, mutants. Yeah, that could happen. It's not. They're no. They're not real. You. That's human, the op, that's the true opposite of real. Human genes not could that mutate, it, and it you it would be so random that you don't know what kind of form it would go, would take. Not only. I think that's possible. Is it not real? Well, it's not real now, but I, I think it, it's possible. If you what? If tell you, me, tell me one thing that's not possible then. Well, I don't know. Thank you. Uh, so that's invalid. Because a guy, a rich guy, could put on a suit and be a fucking vigilante ass. Right now, today, yesterday, whatever. Yeah. That's no true. one can just up. Oh, I'm a Wolverine. I got hairy nuts, and well, they don't have any control over it. It's just part of evolution. That's the whole point of the X-Men. Well, the point all right, is, so of course all right. I love the X-Men, but no, they're not real. They're not real. No. They're not realistic. The guy shoots shit out of his eyes. A, no. Well, I hate Cyclops, so that's just stupid. <laughs> he doesn't count. He doesn't even not even Frogman. Great. I hate Toad also. His mom fucked a frog. No, he just mute I don't know. He mutated or something. Shit. I don't know. Bubba Booey. Bubba Booey. Uh no, I see what you mean. It's because I'm right. But I feel like one of the only arguments for your case is Batman. I does, And that's what I explained. It's because Iron Batman, Man. Iron Man's n- Batman's way more believable than Iron Man. But I will give you that. Scarlet Witch. Not real. She's a woman. Not Scarlet Witch. Black Widow. She's really real. She's a real actor. She's a trained. She's a Russian assassin. Yeah. So that's fine. Hawkeye. Stupid. But real. Okay. He's a really ex- ex- skilled archer. Hulk. Extremely real. Oh, no, totally. <laughs> uh, and then uh, Daredevil. Because I've been watching the Daredevil thing. I don't know. I just feel like all these things are adding up. And I was like, wait a second. Batman's Mopar more power was trying to talk shit the other day about DC characters being more realistic. But now I'm watching the Superman movie. There's aliens fighting and blowing up the entire world just to have a brawl. And they're flying into each other and 
throwing trains at each other like baseball bats. Who? Superman. He's not real. No, he's not. He literally. He's the main DC guy. Him and Batman are the two main guys. Batman's the main. Batman's the best one. And, and riddle me this, motherfucker. The villains in Batman are real. No, not all of them. Well, Solomon Grundy, Clayface. Yeah, but none of those are in the Dark Knight series. All the Dark well, Knight. Yeah, there's only. Well, that's why I like about the Dark Knight because everything's three so guys real. In the Dark Knight. Yeah, no, I'm with you on that for sure. But then you go, you go to Spider Man and it's fucking lizard dick True. running around tearing shit up. But Green Goblin from the from the, from the first Spider Man's is not totally out of the question. It's true, but it was just a terrible movie. <laughs> it wasn't terrible. It just wasn't as good as Willem Dafoe. It's hard to, I mean, argue against Dark Knight. Because not only is it... most beautiful thing ever. Not only is it, like, the best superhero series, it's Batman, who is a realistic superhero. So, like, not only is it amazing, it's possible. Or plausible, I should say. Well, that's why I always gravitate to... To Batman. I just just like Batman. And his internal struggle. Hey, you still haven't played Arkham. I have. Why do you, every time we do this, I have played Arkham. Ass. No, I haven't. No, you haven't. I have played Arkham. You probably played a bit of Asylum, but you haven't I played actually... Arkham City. I don't think I've ever played uh, Asylum. As much as you love Batman, you need to play I Arkham. I have played it. You need to start Asylum, play all the way through, and then City all the way through that. Because which one has Bane in it? Um, Both. I got past Bane and they uh, have almost all the bad guys in both of them. Okay, I just in remember little, I got past Bane. I got past Bane and I was uh, there was something. Batman found the Joker and he like put some disease in Batman, so Batman had to find a cure that would also save Joker at the same time. I think that's City. I played City then. You should play both though. Fuck. Well, I need to. I, I mean, Batman's my favorite character. I was going to say, that of all things, regardless of the movies, you should be playing that game. It's one of the best superhero games. No, it's one of the funnest games. I like the uh, the flow and the, the oh, control you have. Yeah. Oh, it's amazing. It's, fan- it's unbelievable, really. It's fan-believable. Uh, you see the fan. But yeah, um, the reason I brought up the uh, Marvel being more realistic in the first place was I've been watching uh, the Daredevil series on Netflix. I just I shouldn't say I've been watching that. I just started it. I watched the first episode. And it's really good. I think you should give it another chance. I I like You know it what's a funny lot. is I didn't have anything specific I didn't like about like about it. One, I do like the main character. Yeah. The the actor. I like his buddy, the idiot attorney. He's hilarious. Uh, I don't remember exactly because I watched like two or three episodes. Really? They're an hour long. Wow, then I must have spent three hours on him. Jeebus. <laughs> Um, it's it. Oh, I don't immediately like stuff like you do. I it takes. I have to like watch it. Okay, it didn't catch my attention that time, so I have to watch it again. Now I'm gonna pick through and pick all that I hate about it. Now I'm gonna watch it again and be like, okay, with those two first things out of the way, I can actually watch what's going on and try to understand the character stuff. Even with like Breaking Bad, which I literally had pretty much nothing to say bad about it. I watched the first season and I just, yes, it was awesome, but I had to go back and rewatch it because I was just like, yeah, you know, you first, you watch it one to understand what's going on and then you rewatch to understand who's Walter White. Why is he doing this? How did the, how did this actually go about? 
So it, it always takes me a little longer to actually get into stuff. So with the Daredevil thing, I, I had nothing bad to say about it. There was actually specific things that I liked about it. So yeah. it makes sense. I'm going to have to get back into it. How far did they find that girl? Yeah. They're defending a girl as attorneys. Yeah, it's like the first episode. Okay, I don't remember like exactly where. Because they were. They go into the prison and decide to take on her case defend, for free because yeah. they just started their law yeah, practice. Or I don't whatever. remember how far I got into the. If I even got into the second episode. Uh, yeah. But yeah, it's good, man. It's. I like how they're tying all the Marvel stuff together, too. All the it's, recent movies, everything's getting little, little strings tied together, and I'm excited to see what's going to happen. I so. also don't know anything about Daredevil. I literally just know he's blind. It's okay. I What's his superpower? He doesn't have a superpower. He just... It's late. not a superpower specifically, but because he has he lost one sense, all his other senses are heightened. So he's a crazy martial artist because his dad was a boxer, and he's been training since he went blind when he was a kid. And he his like his uh, mainly his sense of hearing is heightened or heightened is heightened because he can't see. So he's been like I mean, focused on like training that and stuff. So yeah, I mean, which makes sense. I love the fact fucking that sweet, dude. his fighting style is amazing. Too. His uh, the the action is really good. Yeah, he. I mean, he has some like fighting, like you said, the fighting style, but it's interesting fighting style. Like he you he does movements that like it makes sense because he's blind. Right. But like in a normal fight with two seeing people, it's just like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> yeah. Which but is, it was it's very interesting. Which is why it's awesome. Cause he'll base shit off of like vibrations. Oh yeah. So which is sweet. So mm-hmm. it's it's interesting because they they don't they do that like mental picture so that they he's he's hearing all this shit happen happening and it like goes into like a mental vibration yet. picture they you know what i'm talking yet, about actually though you know yeah. what i'm talking about though yeah they haven't yet and i've actually been surprised i was waiting for them to go like from his point of view kind of like um the batman with the blue with the wireless signal right you know what i'm talking about yeah so it just uses that in vibrations that's why i they figured they would do man that. of steel too when he was like overloaded and he can see x-ray into everything i was freaking out yeah, I actually surprised they didn't do that yet, but I only watched the first episode, so we'll see. It'll, it'll probably come up. But I would say jump well, back on track with that because we should. Yeah. So uh, it's been a long time since we've talked about this, so I think it's worthy of bringing back up because they released the new new shit on Netflix. Uh, Sons of Anarchy. Oh, wow. Yeah. I know you very legally watched it probably. Um, yeah, I, f- I finished it. By last year, because I'm slowly catching up. Last so year, end of last year. The last episode I saw was Gemma killed. Spoiler, by the way. Don't listen, because if you have end of the year, Carl, so. I know. But if I'm still catching up, so if you haven't watched the all, pretty much all of it, don't fucking listen. Shut up. <laughs> this is one of the biggest spoiler shows too, because shit will just go in one direction, and all of a sudden. Fucking yeah. someone kills someone that you don't know, and then they got married so, to some person. Gemma kills uh, his girl. I always forget her name. Tara. Tara. Um, so that was the last episode I had been hanging on for a like. It's it was been about a year. I finished it. I liked the show. I love Jax Teller. Just his and it's again back to that like internal struggle. Like right. what is he doing? Right. 
Yeah, all he knows is the vigilante life. Yeah, so I love that, that he's just like, he wants to get out at some point, and then he becomes a president, and then he hates himself, and then his girl dies, and bunch of bullshit. Um, but I do really enjoy that show. It is, the only issue I might have with it is it's a little more dramatic, and they play off that drama quite a bit, as opposed to like a uh, um, Breaking Bad, where even though it is a drama show that it's not like I don't know what you're trying to say they they leave cliffhangers in Sons of Anarchy simply because they have the ability to Breaking Bad would not leave cliffhangers because they don't have to they oh, would okay. you know what I'm saying like I'm gonna stab you and then it, the end of episode like okay sons of anarchy now you're just forcing me to watch the next episode because i i have to know if you die or live right breaking bad would just be like well we melted these guys that tried to murder us in a in the fucking bins and <laughs> and then and then the next episode you'd have to watch just because what the fuck you know what I'm saying? So they, you didn't I, make your point very well, but I know what you're saying. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. Perfect, perfect, perfect. But yeah, I mean, it's hard to uh, compare anything to, to Breaking Bad, but Bad Breakers, Sons of Anarchy, I really did enjoy, and it was kind of the other series that I watched from beginning to end, along with Breaking Bad. That's newer and that I really did enjoy. Wait, did you? F- you haven't finished the last season though, yet? Have you? I don't even remember, dude. I no, started watching that's it. That's the last episode that you saw. I'm assuming Jax dies. That he has to die. That's I mean, Jesus Christ, it's Sons of Anarchy. So if that's the last episode that you saw, yeah, you haven't seen season seven. Mm, that's what I'm starting season. to watch. So yeah, you should watch that. Um personally I feel like they didn't they and didn't need season seven. They they drew it out a little too long. After the end of season six, after that finale, when that when that goes down. I feel like they only needed two episode, two or three episodes to clear things up. They didn't need a full season, so I just it kept getting dragged on and on. Um, but I mean, we still watched it. It's entertaining. You have I, to you have to kind of do it to finish the story. You're invested. You know what I mean. So the good and the bad thing about Sons of Anarchy that I enjoyed, and at the same time, because of that, they drew it out season by season. There was always a different bad guy. Mm, kind of. Because at, at first, it was that other rival gang. They gradually, it was the other rival gang. They gradually introduce bad guys, and then they always stick around. Well, but that's what I'm saying. So, Because even when they deal with a bad guy, like it's rare that they actually wipe out the entire gang. They just kind of set them to the side, literally, I calm could, it down, and then the gang goes away, and then they'll come back in another season and be like, hey, we're pissed off for this. You didn't sell my drugs. I'm doing this. Well, okay, I'll, I'll walk through it. The first season, it was the the rival biker gang, the Mayans. Yeah, they didn't like them. Second season, it was um, what's his face? Is that single white supremacist dude? Oh yeah, yeah, I can't remember his the name. local dude. Right. And then the third season, it was the TSA or whatever the right. The fourth season was that major white Not supremacist. TSA. I know ATF. ATF. The fourth season was that major white supremacist dude with the daughter. Gemma gets raped. Yep. And that, dude, it's just like. Kinda. And then you get into the fifth season. It does get a little wishy-washy because what's his face dies. But all those guys come back. Like the, the t- first well, season is the minds of the main bad guy. But no, because the s- they killed that the agent. True. 
But I'm talking about the Mayans well, always stick around. That, yeah, the Mayans are in and out the entire time. They're the, friends at one point, then they get pissed back at each other. The Oakland gang comes and goes whenever the, the fuck they right when they need. Oh, we're out of stuff. We'll just have the Niners pissed and the off. Asian gang. Yeah, so they well they just go back and forth. But the we got to the I got to like the fifth or sixth season, and all of a sudden someone dies. Dude, oh, I don't I don't know. You could literally cut out like the second season where Abel gets stolen. They go to Ireland or whatever the fuck, Belfast. Fuck around over there for a while. Absolutely nothing changes. They come back. Abel's fine. And then they just keep doing the same shit that they were doing at the beginning. Yeah, I, I like, dislike that. Why Why even do that? I, I, the only reason I do understand that is, fine, the Sons of Anarchy are all the way in Ireland, in Belfast. That's the extent of them. That's cool. I guess like you have brothers everywhere. Well, one of the main and they're tied into the there. to the Irish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which who was a traitor, right? Eventually, but they were they're tied into like the Irish IRA. IRA. I don't know. It's, it's the fact that we're we're getting upset about this shit just shows that it's a decent show. It. I mean, that's the whole point of a show is to ev- evoke emotion, but emotions. That like I said, that season where Abel gets stolen, it was just like it was cringeworthy at points. Um, and then he almost bangs his sister, and that it was weird. The whole premise, what's up, Kerner? The whole premise of him getting stolen was kind of silly. Yeah. Like it was just some random side guy from the Irish gang. He's there. And then he freaks out and just takes your son, and now it's an entire season worth of shit to get him back. That's just kind of. That's why I actually really, really liked uh, uh, ATF girl because she was like good and bad, and she started, I hated her, I, which was why she was awesome. Yep, that's the same thing with Clay Morrow. You ab- no one likes Clay Morrow. I did. He, he's the a first like season. No, he. I hated him from the beginning. He was always just. Maybe you're right because they season. they were still setting him up, but he just becomes a dick the more and more you you understand what Complete is asshole. actually going on. But the reason the the fact that you hate him makes him a great character. But Gemma too. Gemma's a. She's doing the right. Th- she's doing. Gemma's a. She's doing. Gemma's things. the the Palpatine of Sands of Anarchy. She just twists and plots everything. That's true. And I fucking hate it, and she's that's the, why I love she's her. She's the female Palpatine. Peggy Bundy. Yeah, that's true. She, by the way, she's my favorite actor in that entire, in the entire show. She plays Gemma. So I've never seen someone go from Peggy Bundy to badass biker bitch mom. And she just owns it. I'm like, she like grabs some stripper whore and she's like, I'm going to fuck you up. And I'm like, you go, Gemma. Beat the shit out of that prostitute. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I like actually... I really like Unser, the old cop. True, I I, I like him a lot too. But I yeah, argue I think I think I think uh, Gemma had the best performance of any. Actually, the other dude actually. I like is that guy with the uh, who was, oh, uh, Jibs, 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 Jibs. That that actor alone, he's in everything. Well, he's in two things. He's in Gladiator. I liked him in that too. He's in uh, uh, Mel Gibson shit, Braveheart. Yeah. Also, yeah. The reason I like him is because that shit actually happened to him. Yeah, it's fucked what, up. What do they call it? I don't remember. Like, I looked it up once. So what we're talking about is no, he Jibs. actually got cut, though. No, that's what I'm saying. The actual actor when he was growing up. So the guy from Sons of Anarchy, Chibs, has those scars on his face. And I believe we're going to 
confirm it, but I believe when he was a, a young teenager, he was hobbling home drunk or something, and he got stopped by this Irish gang, and they cut. They actually cut him. They cut the actor's yeah. face, and it's there's a name for it. The way they do those cuts. He should have been Joker. Oh, that almost makes too much sense. Yep. Uh, all right, let's see what we Chips, got. right there. Tommy Flanagan. Huh. They actually have his actual name. What's his name? His name was, it said Chibs in quotes, but it, I think it said. Oh, oh, yeah, 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 He's in Braveheart, bunch of it. We're going to look this up real quick. Um, Wait, he was. It doesn't say. Let me look. It's probably, a, it's probably on like Wikipedia. Yeah, there's there's a name for his the the those Irish gang cuts on the on the face. Oh, is it like a common thing? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, <laughs> it's crazy that it actually did happen. He's a perfect character for like the gang too. Oh, Glasgow smile. Yeah, that's fucking creepy. A knife attack outside of a nightclub where he had been working as a DJ. Click on the Glasgow. Glasgow smile. Wow. Scotland, by the way. Scott. Oh, wow. But but he plays an Irishman in the show. So. Uh, a Glasgow smile is a wound caused by making small cuts in the corners of a victim's mouth, then beating or stabbing him until the muscles in the face contract, causing the cuts to extend up the cheeks, victims to the ears. Up the cheeks to the victim's ears. Sorry. This leaves a scar in the shape of a smile. Hence the name. He should have played the Joker in Dark Knight. But also, I don't complain about uh, Heath Ledger. Glasgow smile. That's creepy. That there's That's a terrifying. name for a knife attack to your face. So don't fuck around in Scotland. Joker. <laughs> so the so we what just if, found out if, the Joker's uh, Scottish. So yeah, the Joker's dad was from Scotland. And he was pissed off. <laughs> you want to know how he got the scars? He was working at a nightclub, got a knife fight with a motherfucker. I want to actually know how he got those scars because he tells three different stories. You know what's hilarious is I like that I that no you one don't knows. that no one knows. He told three different stories like yeah. it's a joke. Get it? Because it is a joke. It's a joker. I think he did it himself. He just Kerner, we're drinking sunshine pilsner. It's I. Right. He asked. He asked what we're cashing in. Sunshine pilsner from Trogues. It's pretty good. Um, all right, so we are off the superhero, off the TV show shit for a minute. We have new news about Battlefront. Okay. Puna. So as ah. much as people have been complaining uh, about Battlefront, about the information that we've gotten, and the lack of information that we haven't had yet. That's a sick picture, by the way. Oh, yeah, they're all sick. Pictures. I love the Hoth battle in general. But that's a sweet picture right there. I like the landscape too. Oh yeah. So we're looking at uh, a snow speeder attack, a couple snow speeders attacking a couple AT-ATs. But the uh, Hoth you, you in general looks it, it looks motherfucking sweet. So all been the way the- out in the snow. We're gonna film that shit. <laughs> Put it in the game. So we all were excited at the trailer of Battlefront on Celebration Weekend. We all were furious a few hours later when we got more details and we realized that there's only four worlds, there's no space battles, there's only two heroes, there's no there's no campaign, all the rest of that shit. But it's all speculation for now. Uh, same as everyone talking shit about episode seven 
and Boba Fett's going to be in it, and Luke's Kylo Ren, and someone's going to die, and Trask Galgo comes back, and all the rest of this. It's all speculation. Um, so, good news about Battlefront that we've gotten recently is um, an article was posted. It was like an open letter to Star Wars fans from one of the developers of Battlefront. Um, and I'm just going to read. You can find this online. It's called Dear Galaxy. Uh, you can read the whole thing, but there's one thing I'm going to bring out in specific, and that's what I want to uh, go through. Uh, let's see. Where's the quote? All right. So no space battles was a big complaint. No, there are no space battles, but there's a fighter squadron mode. He says, where you engage in giant star starfighter battles over over maps so no it's not technically in space but it's all fighters so it's kind of a space battle it's just in atmosphere over certain over certain maps so no need to freak out about that just because it's not in space but there's not anything in space really anyways like the space battles in battlefront 2 i guess but they're all the same because it's just in space yeah so there's just ships everywhere at least this one will be in atmosphere there's certain terrain or whatever but yeah the starfighter only battles um, and for everyone freaking out about no single player campaign, there is, uh, he says you can take on armies of AI or test your piloting skills. All missions can be played either alone or cooperatively, making them perfect for some quick star Wars action when you have a friend over. So despite what everyone was bitching about, you can play by yourself or you can play co-op or you can play online or you can play against AI so basically, everyone that everything was everything that everybody was complaining about over the past few weeks is um, not necessarily true. But there's still no campaign. True. That's well that we, that we know of. We don't know. The maybe the, maybe the campaign's online. The campaign in Battlefront Two wasn't a campaign. Campaign. You just played these missions. You know what I mean? In order, and that's kind of what it is. So there very well might be a campaign, especially from what we've heard. Or from what we think we've heard and we decided to bitch about for years on Facebook. Um, but, I mean, what have, what has been being said in this article just makes me think that everything that we're complaining about is just smoke for, smoke up in the air for no one. And it, <laughs> is, that, is that a phrase? Smoke up some, smoke something. Smoke show? No, yeah, smoke show. Smoke and mirrors. Just smoke show. Smoke and mirrors. Blowing smoke. That's what the phrase is. Smoking it up. They're just blowing smoke. Just because they can bitch about something. They're just smoking. Until it comes out. And then we can actually get real on what the, what the fucking game is. So, you know you're going to get it at midnight. Don't even lie. You have the thing pre-ordered. You're going to bitch about it, and then you're going to buy it. Don't even joke about that. So, I'm so excited for the simple fact that if it's anywhere near a Star Wars battlefield, it's done, sold. I bought it. It's, I mean... Are done. you fucking kidding me? Oh, yeah, it's done. I really hope... So, they they did a, a great job for the time, but in Battlefront 2 where you can just... You can be in a normal guy running around just like... Honestly, just like Battlefield. Right. Or you can jump in a ship or a helicopter. Right. Or an AT-ST or an AT-AT for that matter. You're jumping whatever fuck you need and do it that way too. I just hope they really take the more recent Battlefields... And really, really just put Star Wars into it. So you have Moss Eisley or whatever the fuck you want, on Jakku or whatever. And you you have the option of jumping in an X-Wing 
and you can fly around and you can actually assist the battle on the ground from the sky or like drop ship people if you could drop ship luke like i jump in a, a snow speeder and i could drop him off in hoth in the middle of a battle yeah or like in the in the little in the trailer the y wings throwing that air attack on the atat calling soldiers in. like we can't fight the atat calling an airstrike make it happen done like, if that's possible there you go done best game ever so <laughs> <laughs> so not everything that we want has been confirmed it doesn't seem like there will be as much content as Battlefront 2, which is hard to top. But everything that we've been complaining about, us and other fanboys, it seems like half of it is probably just dumb speculation that we're complaining about because we want something to yell about. So I, I think it's in good hands. I think we're in store for a better game than we think we're going to get. It it's just oh wow it, oh my um it's just like the the specifics that everyone doesn't want to hear is what's coming out but right. as soon dude it's gonna be a great game battle I think so battlefield battlefront it's gonna so. be a battlefront battlefield also so. what's the other article that we saw uh, the other day that Travis sent us uh, there's no squads there's only there's pairing there's like two person squads I guess they said. I don't know what you're saying. So, like in Battlefield, you can have a squad up to five people. Oh, and you can have multiple squads on a team. In this, those, there's no squads. There's just pairs, and it's just you and one other person. Okay. I don't know. It's, it's I fine kind of to see me. it. In, I kind of see it in action. To, I mean, to honest, know if it's going to be worth it or not. I don't know how they're going to do like spawn points, and there's a lot of stuff. Just like I don't know. It's up. It's up in the air. Whatever they can do. Whatever the fuck. I want to be able to spawn on an AT AT. Yeah, I'm excited, man. I am. This this article has made me a little more excited than than I used to be. What's up, Morwick? Any midget strippers tonight? No, not tonight. They couldn't be here. They canceled. It's raining outside. They melt in the rain. Also, Ewoks have this weird religious thing where they don't want to take off their clothes. So, the fuck. We were uh yeah we're out of luck on that one. Um, but I'm I'm excited. I'm still excited. I don't care. Dang. Yeah. Sorry, man. I know that's what you were tuning in for. We don't, um, we're not trying to get banned off Twitch anyway, so. Not yet. Not yet. We haven't gone that far yet. Um, so, yeah, I think overall we're, we're decent. Uh, other news of Star Wars games. Just tip more better. Not tip better, but tip more better. Nice words. <laughs> yeah. uh, speaking of Star Wars games, on May the 4th. We should probably should have talked about this last episode. Um, by the way, uh, happy belated birthday, Mr. Jorge Lucas. George Lucas' birthday, oh, yeah. Yeah, I think yeah, it was yeah. two or three days ago. Yeah, happy birthday to the maker. Um, And we all talk major shit about how he fucked everything up, but he was still the... Bless the creator. Like The, the maker. The maker. That's what I, <laughs> good. Thank you for the correction. Um, Ewoks. What up, Tommy boy? Um... But yeah, happy birthday to happy Lucas. Happy birthday to George Lucas. We we wouldn't even be a podcast without him. We That's wouldn't true. enjoy we wouldn't be complaining about Battlefront if or playing we, games or playing Kotor or streaming so, or doing all the rest of it. So thank you, uh George Lucas. Cheers to you. We're gonna do this I'm officially. Bye bye. Last sip. But mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So we so, we, yeah. we complain about you more often than we than we should. Um how did how did he f up anything? Well, you seen the prequels, right? <laughs> those those little things. 
He there's and, a there's a, a lot of stuff. Edition. Come on, man. We we complain. I just giving him a hard time, but you know he created this shit. So whatever. And all the lines, in the lines episode in three, two and, and three are awful. The, all the extra shit he added to the uh, special editions was just unnecessary. The weird green eyed puppet Yoda bitch from episode so, yeah, one. Yeah, the terrible Yoda from episode <laughs> one. Come on now. We only we only criticize so hard because we enjoy his story thoroughly. So when there's something that doesn't specifically like meet our expectations we just shit on it so. well the expectation <laughs> was so high from the first three yeah specifically episode five and six the expectation is huge and you come back with these face emojis <laughs> you come and you come back with something all star wars fans should put on gobbernecks to show the love i don't know what that means i probably won't ever do that because i don't know what that is uh i don't know what that is i've never seen that uh, I don't Gobernex. The fuck? Not sure. Then make your own movie. Oh, I, you know I can't do that. I don't know what Gobernex is. No, man. Like I said, we love them all. We've watched them all numerous, multiple times. Uh, it's just with something on that grand of a scale that we've been in love with forever. Um, the expectations are super high, and when they're not met. We like to complain whether we're going to keep watching it or not. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's just something to bitch about. Just like everyone bitching about Battlefront and all the stuff and the details that they don't even know is going to happen. It's just, this is what we do. We're fans this is what happens. I mean, that's, it's just the point of, we are such super fans that with, like we said, if there's not something that we completely enjoy, we're, we're I want to change it. Decimated. Stop putting do backs in the middle of everything. Yeah. I'm trying to look at, the, what's going on on screen? I don't need a fucking Ronto to walk across and fucking block my <laughs> block my shot. But but it is what it, it is. It um, is what it is. So we're good. Um, go ahead. Has there been any episode seven news recently? Not since the Vanity Fair. I think that was the last main thing that happened. The Vanity Fair photos. So I'm still on a general level. I am more excited for episode seven than I've ever been for a Star Wars film. I think so. One because honestly, it's not George Lucas. It's a it's gonna be similar to uh, a like a, a novel made by Karen Travis or whoever the fuck. Yeah. Um. So it's just a different person's look. It's a fanboy's bitch. I agree. That's one of the main things reasons I'm excited for it. So. It's- a, when they say this all the time, whenever they have press, they always say this. It is in the hands of the people that love the movies from day one, and that's why I like JJ doing it because right. he he's a true fanboy, and I really like that he's actually like asking fanboys like, "Well, what do you what do you think about Star Wars?" And he was like doing a lot of research, uh, just building up to this movie. Like, I have my expectations for it, as JJ would say, right. and then like. Where where can we do what where where can we do where can we go with this, um, so <laughs> yeah I'm I'm totally on board ultra excited episode seven will be better than Empire Strikes Back says Anthony Daniels it looks like it will be yeah yeah it looks like it will be I'm excited we don't it, know we'll see it's gonna be different that's that's. See, that's the iffy thing. It's straight just going to be different. And we... It might force us to realize that we've been taking George Lucas...
for granted. Because there's a lot of things that we we have expectations. George Lucas had expectations that he would always meet uh, in his Star Wars movies. And we're going to see those expectations thrown up in the air and you don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I have no idea. Uh, we'll see. So the main thing, by the way, about Lucas, just to end it and get, get over it, it's not so much the movies themselves. It's knowing his kind of, um, how should I say this? Knowing his attitude while making the prequels, which is the biggest thing. It's just him just sitting down and be like, yep, do that. All right, good take. Let's go on. Next thing. Like, it wasn't as engaging as the originals. I think that really shows. I think that's the biggest thing. It's like the prequels, you see them, they're not as good as the originals. Fine. But then you you start to realize all of that uh, inside stuff. And it's like, you didn't... He should have taken more time and done more stuff and been more engaged with the prequels. There's, I still will argue for the prequels because there's a lot of stuff that we take for granted. You start actually seeing species, dogs, crazy shit, whatever. That didn't happen in the first one. You saw, you saw a wampa. That doesn't, and, and they that cut, doesn't outweigh. You realize the, the they filming. cut out a large praying mantis out of the Moss Eisley cantina. In the original cassette, there was a fucking praying mantis at the bar. Yeah, it was the Ackley. Yeah, I was, no, it was a praying <laughs> fucking mantis. So, anyways, anyways. But Tra- Tommy Boy says he got the third Bane novel today. Very nice. I have not read two or three yet. I've only read the first one twice, and it's been a long time. So, yeah, I'm going to have to make that happen soon. Twilight. Twilight conversation. What? All right, anyways. Sparkly vampire podcast. Um, uh, (laughs) On the Star Wars game front. Where are you going? Right here. Wow, this shit's long as fuck. Yeah, I know. Uh, Anyways. (laughs) Um, so on May the 4th, we had a few mysterious tweets from developers at Bioware. Why are you staring at me? I'm listening. (laughs) We had a few mysterious tweets from developers at Bioware, which if you're not familiar, Bioware is the game developing company that created Knights of the Old Republic and Mass Effect and the Old Republic MMO. So we had one from David Gator who says, I would love to work on another Star Wars RPG. Maybe with this dude, whoever, to temper my bad habits. Hey, I can dream. And then he said, wait, there's another one. All this Star Wars excitement sure does make me want to get back into that amazing universe. Hashtag may the fourth be with you. Hashtag KOTOR. That's the tweet that makes everyone think there's going to be a KOTOR 3. Excited! May 4th, 2015, you hashtag KOTOR. All right, let's go. Now, does that, this is the thing is like, are they just saying that this would be cool or have they already started talking about a KOTOR 3 and this is their little teaser and at E3 we're going to see some teaser trailer and we're all everyone's going to be shitting their pants. <clears throat> what do you think? I think the Revan story is overdone already. It's not going to be Revan. Well, KOTOR 2 wasn't Revan. They mentioned Revan, but it wasn't about Revan. 
I hope it's about Bane. <laughs> it's the old Republic. They can do whatever they want, really. I think KOTOR is more of the brand of the type of game now than it is the... It's nice to it doesn't old, have to be it's Revan. Stu- it's stuck to thousands of years ago. Right, Knights yeah. Of the old Republic. It doesn't have to be Revan. I mean, the old Republic's only so long. It's a, the era... I don't even... I would assume the era would end, actually, with Bane. I think it does. No, I'm with you there. That makes sense. But I don't think it necessarily has to be about Revan. I think that'd be silly, really, to make it about Revan, to be honest with you. KOTOR 3, oh my god. Yes. I want KOTOR 3. KOTOR 3, oh my god. I'd literally be so excited that I couldn't put it into words. Doubt we'll see a teaser at E3. We don't even have a Mass Effect 4 teaser. Yeah, that's a good point, too. We might get a Mass Effect 4 teaser at E3. We are going to get some Battlefront gameplay, so that'll be a plus. Mass Effect 4. God damn it, Travis. <laughs> now, all, that's all I can... I'm, I'll play Mass Effect later. Fuck it. Um, it might not be Mass Effect 4, though. It might be some other name in the Mass Effect universe. Anyways, I digress. So, KOTOR 3, what do you think? Okay. That's it? I mean, what do you want me to say? There's nothing about it. I'm. If they made it, it better be better than KOTOR 2. I don't know <laughs> the fuck. And it's not going to be better than the original. If they made it... Uh, if the gameplay was more similar to a Mass Effect, it would be awesome. Yeah. Um, But just the fact that someone hashtags some shit, it's not going to happen. The fact that... Uh, fact that someone from Bioware hashtagged that in 2015, I think it kind of is. Dude, I'm part of a Star Wars podcast. If I hashtag, hey, Paul's a Jedi. But you're not part of a company <laughs> that made KOTOR. Yeah. And then you hashtag KOTOR. If we hashtag Rogue Squad Pod next week, that means we're probably going to fucking do an episode. I hope. If it comes true. <laughs> Future happens. Anyways, so, you know, it's more speculation to get pumped about, but... I don't think it's out of the Cellcath. question. Cellcath. I hope there's Cellcath in episode seven. I hope Cellcath is a Jedi. There are Cellcath. <laughs> Sith, Sithcath. How do they How do they speak? Something like that. <laughs> Anyways, so KOTOR 3 possible? Yeah, I think so. We So we did uh, fanboy commentary for episode three earlier today. Um, but the picture of the X-Wing makes... Oh, I never realized how much I like the X-Wings. I do really like those AC 130s. AC Arc 170. Arc 170. Yeah. Um, those are really cool. But after seeing this X Wing, I like X Wings so much. X Wings are badass. I really, really like X Wings. They're fucking sweet. I Hashtag really like always X-wings. true. I really like X Wings. Ba 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 ba. I wish you could slaughter the South Calf if you were the dark side, Kerner. You, yeah. You can. Well, you can slaughter the insane ones, but I think he means all the Cellcath on the planet. Insanity. <laughs> um, yeah, Rogue I'm one. excited. Rogue I'm excited. One. Rogue One. Brand Wait, new news came out. You talking about Rogue One? Yep. 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 Uh, we, yeah, we got announced the, the lead role in Rogue One. Diego Luna. Who the um, fuck is that? Man that I don't know. Click on him at all. I M D B S A O L M M P. It. Can we look him up? Wait a second. 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 All right. Let me. Let me. I misspoke. 
Actor, writer, director, and producer Diego Luna has joined the cast of Rogue One. No details on his role have been revealed. He appears to have a lead role, possibly as a rebel fighter. Okay, so maybe or maybe not the lead role. Felicity Jones is the lead in Star Wars Rogue One. She'll be playing a rebel soldier on a quest to steal plans for the Death Star. So, again, like all the bullshit we get to see... The film is the set The fucking between. bullshit is set in the normal saga of Star Wars things, which is, I guess, better than no Star Wars movie at all. So well, it's supposed let's to be... It's, not complain. Let's explain. It's set between three and four. Three and four, yeah. So, which is honestly the stupidest thing I've ever heard. One, because... Are you seriously going to steal the Death Star plans after the Death Star's already started? Well, no. Remember, in 4, they get the Death Star plans to launch the strike on the Death Star. So this sounds like... Oh, okay. I thought pre, like... Oh, no. Steal the plans. Them capturing the plans to let A New Hope happen. That makes a lot more sense. Where they they go and lay a... Not on a mercy mission. What's uh, the Dark Knight? What does it say right there? Uh, Ben Mendelsohn would play opposite Felicity Jones in the film. He was John Daggett from The Dark Knight Rises. Who's John Daggett? I don't know. I've only seen that movie once. I actually need to watch that again. No dead cops! <laughs> That's far. That's from Dark Knight. Yeah, I know. Oh, yeah, Harvey's press release. No more dead cops. Yeah! <laughs> I had the Batman. <laughs> Anyways, it was it was completely out of nowhere too. I He's know. like, "We're gonna find who did this." No dead cops. Like, <laughs> who the fuck are you? All right, thank you, sir. Take a seat, please. <laughs> Can you stop drinking during this press release? <laughs> no more free uh, alcohol. No other details are available at this time. I'm excited. One because okay, it's it's something we can relate to. I get it. I'm tired of the original stuff too, but. Then again, there's going to be new people. The only tie-in, hopefully, is going to be the physical Death Star. We're going to try to steal Death Star. Hopefully, Darth Vader's in it, because I want to see him a lot more. Curtis has another prequel. I already know what will happen. I mean, yeah, but you don't really. Because they're going to be bringing people that you don't know, so anything can really happen. This is the debate that's been going on in my mind since we heard about the possibility of Episode Seven in the first place. You have free reign to do whatever the fuck you want. Why are you in the same saga? Why are you in the same timeline? Okay. Like, why? Why do you have to do that? Daggett is the guy who promises the Catwoman the tool to get the clean slate. I don't remember that. Because I've only seen him once. I do. He's actually a well-known actor. (laughs) I just don't understand why they have to do things from the original saga. Because they don't have enough balls to do something else because they know the original saga will sell. It's Star Wars. It will all sell. Yeah. Well, that's the proven you thing is KOTOR. You can do whatever you want. The proven thing is KOTOR. You, don't, you could just go the fuck anywhere, make some shit up, and it'll still sell because it's KOTOR. <sighs> Cash is fat. Candorous Ordo. Fucking fuck. <laughs> so episode seven, they're going to go after episode six. Okay, that's fine. But then they mention that they're going to do side plot movie, side plot, side, what's it called? Side, uh, spinoff movies. Okay, great. Well, what's the first one about? Well, Boba Fett. What's the second one about? Well, Rogue One, it takes place before episode four. Well, okay. When are you going to get past this whole era of things and do something totally brand new? I don't know why they have to keep recycling this stuff. Yeah, that's why I really, really enjoy the the books because they can just 
make whatever the fuck up. Uh, Travis says because Tommy Boy says because that's what they know most people will see. Most people see Star Wars movies only know about the Star Wars movies. Yeah, I guess. But the fan at this point, it's Star Wars. Everyone's gonna go see Star Wars. The fan, the fanboys are already set up. You don't need to win over new fans. You could literally make a a movie, let's say that happens 10,000 years before the movies. Beginning of the Sith or some crazy shit. Exar right. Kun. Talk about him. Even if only Star Wars fans went, you would still sell the fuck out of everything. Everyone's going to buy something. They're going to wish for a game based off the same shit. I'm going to want on it. But even look at Avengers. How many people that saw Avengers are not comic book fans? Two. Two or three? No, a lot. <laughs> because it's a fucking good movie. Yeah, I know. If you make a good Star Wars movie, you can do whatever you want. Like, that's... As a filmmaker, is that not, like, a great thing? You have a clean slate. You can make whatever the fuck you want. It probably is terrifying, though. What is? Now that I think about it. Here's a clean slate. You can do whatever you want. You'd probably, like, shit your pants. No, I would do the opposite. I would... Someone else would shit their pants on what... <laughs> What I've made. But you'd be terrified because if you fuck it up, then you're then you're done. You can't fuck it up. It's Star Wars. It's already set up to be amazing. That's true. You could make a terrible plot, but there's still gonna be things in it that's like, oh dude, I this is the first time I ever saw a Sith do this. It's like, god damn. Kerner says so much material they just need to go into Kotor era. See, I'm not even going there though. Kotor era's already had a storyline. I'm saying they can do something totally brand new. They Something, can go 300 years after episode six. Well, think about this. There's 4,000 years between, well, 3,000 between. Revan and Bane? Yeah. Yeah. There's, there's, a, there's, there's a, a lot, lot of space of, to fill there, too. There's a lot of Sith Wars, and there is the Sith War. Right. It'd be cool to, it'd be cool to for them to take a, a time to fill space between storylines that we know. We know the Old Republic and Revan happened here. We know Bane happened here. Nothing is in between. It's all fuzzy. So take that, take what the past was, the future is going to be, tie it together. Fuzzy yeah. Wuzzy was a bear. I think that'd fuzzy be cool. Fuzzy Wuzzy had no hair. Fuzzy Wuzzy be cool. was a wuzzy. Yes, but in the Marvel wuzzy. movies, you can do 90% of the exposition in a solo movie and then just explode, says Tommy Boy. Yeah, yep. but if they're going to do spinoff Star Wars movies, you can do that in the spinoff movie. And then have episode 7 be 100 years in the future, 300 or whatever. But I know what you mean. Like I said, we're just, we're, we're talking shit. The and fact, Star Wars hey, movie, the fact that we're going to get three movies in two years is better than any Star Wars news that I've gotten in since I've been alive. So, I mean, we are just taking it to the next level to complain about everything. And that's one thing. So just realize this, fanboys and girls. Disney buys Star Wars and shit hits the fan. Stuff's being produced, new video games, three movies. Shit's just being released. Battlefront and books and, dude, everything. So what Disney's done is basically, George, back the fuck up. We're going to take this and then keep the same people and just add JJ and all the people that matter. We're just going to let this thing become bigger than it already is. I'm on board. Like I said, I'm going to see it. I talk shit. I'm going to be in line at midnight to get Battlefront. I'm going to be in line at... 6 p.m. to see episode 7 and the spinoff movies. I'm going to be there. I just, you know. I want to see new things. 
I want to see new, we're going to see new stuff technically, but I want to see completely brand new stuff. Totally out, totally just out of control. What I'm expecting out of episode seven is Luke will probably play. I'm not going to say a major role, but he will be in it more than all, all the other original trilogy peoples. I don't um, think the the OT people are going to be in it much at all. No, literally, I think it's they're going to show those people physically supporting physically, supporting roles, passing the torch on to these new people. I think so. Luke might be the exception because he's the Jedi Master. He, well, we don't know if he is. Got, not. He is. We don't he, know. He. Mm, he we is. don't know. I know. No. Me neither. No one knows. So I know for sure that uh, Luke will be in it. He's going to be the Jedi Master and. He's got to be most prevalent. Yeah, he might One, be. look at the fucking trailer. It's only him talking. Yeah, that's because it's a familiar quote from episode six. Well. Might have nothing to do with the movie at all. JJ wouldn't do that. He, well. I'm just saying it's impossible for him to do that. <laughs> it's impossible for things <laughs> to happen. Um, I'm honestly. From time to time. If I'm. If I'm throwing high expectations out there, I'm expecting it to be the best Star Wars movie that there is. I'm expecting it to be better than the other ones. Well, on- <laughs> honestly, um, okay, I wait. What was that name? Ivio Tilver something. Yeah. Anyways, welcome, Pantera Strong. Pantera. <laughs> you're very you're very welcome here pantera strong welcome to the chat guys uh we're chatting about star wars movies coming up and how we are excited for them but also frustrated that they're sticking with original era stuff but uh yeah chime in give us your two cents pantera strong not only are we fucking idiot nerds <laughs> but we also love metal so if you want us to bring up some metal stuff um i know a new lamb of god track just dropped um, between a bear to me, a lot of stuff. So if you're a true metal fan, let us know. Um, and we shall converse. But uh, going forward, Kerner's prediction is Kylo Ren will slay Luke in combat. Mm, why not? Why not? I mean, he might, but I, why, I, what's the point of even bringing it up until it happens? Prediction. Kerner should shut the fuck up. <laughs> prediction. <laughs> Kerner's fired. He, he said it like, uh, what's his face from KOTOR? From HK. Opposition. <laughs> Fuck off. Excited speculation. <laughs> Excited speculation. That's hilarious. Can, can you said this 10 go free how less and now cool? I don't know who you are. I man. hope that I hope that doesn't happen. <laughs> um, um I was just I just gonna say something. You ah, you made me lose my train of thought, you bitch. Um It's fine, pass. Alright, next. So what the fuck we're gonna talk about right now? I haven't made it up yet. <laughs> this guy over here. Um, what are you playing? What a joke. Okay, meat bags, meat bags. What are you playing? Uh, I've been playing Kotor. Really? On 360? Yeah. Uh, and I actually kind of uh, messed my character up by accident. So, what do you mean? So I start. I, I started, and my I was gonna say my focus is gonna be mainly lightsaber combat and defensive force powers because I've never done that before. 
Uh, and then I decided I want to be an asshole to everybody and be dark side <laughs> halfway through. And then uh, when I get to Dantooine and uh, become a Jedi, I can't. I can use the light side powers, but they take like twice as much force points because I'm dark side. That is a bonus and a ne- like. You can't do both. Well, you cost- can, but you got to stay right in the middle. It costs too much, though. That's true. So now I'm stuck with: Do I? I have like three light side powers. Do I basically forget about those and go dark side? But I also don't have enough wisdom and charisma to make my offensive powers like actually hit. Worthy, yeah. Or did I fuck up and I need to start over? So that's kind of where I'm stuck with that. Um, I've been playing Battlefront a little bit online. Um, on Streaming it on Twitch, I should say, because the servers are down. But messing around a little bit with that, as I always do. And I've actually been trying to decide what I want to play next. I've thought about playing, like, Ocarina. Just going straight retro, playing Ocarina That would be cool. I've thought about playing Mass Effect again, because KOTOR kind of got me in the mood to play Mass Effect. And I've thought about playing Skyrim. And I just don't, I can't really decide what I want to go. Where do I want to go? So, yo, Trophy de Lobo, welcome to the chat. I don't know how to say your name. <laughs> <laughs> You've attempted greatly, though. So, yo, Trophy de Lobo. Some of these things, like, I mean, come on. <laughs> um, probably my mo. I, I jumped back into Skyrim, but I jumped back into a character that I had already beat the main plot with. Yeah. Um, which was very interesting because then you're just running around looking for stuff to do. Right. Um, and you can do all those extra stuff. So I, I was, uh, I have like. 800 sneak. I literally walk up staring at someone sneaking and just slit their throat. It's <laughs> I love that. Yeah. Oh no, I was watching that. I yeah. Was, I was I was watching you do that. One of the best things I've ever seen was I was doing that and I have a uh, enchanted dagger and I walked up to someone right in front of them and it went to a cut scene of me cutting the throat <laughs> and they lit fire and then burned to the ground. Dude, once your sneak still gets up there, it's out of control what you can do with it <laughs> it's absolutely ridiculous so i, I banned this fuck face from the room i don't know what he was doing um and I've, I've been thinking about playing it but it's just the with rpgs the issue i always have is do i want to start from scratch sometimes <laughs> it's fun to like create my character and create their how their appearance and build all their stats from nothing but I never get that far because it takes so long to do that. But then if I always, if I want to pick up an old character, I always forget where I am and I can't like get back into the into the zone. See, I have the issue with I'll make a character and get like a f- couple hours into it, and then I'll be like, "Well, I want to start another character." So I literally will stop and erase it, and to make another character, I'll just do that over and over. That's where I am with Kotor right now. I want to just start from scratch. I want to kill everything with a lightsaber and force lightning everything to death forever. <laughs> Like, damn it. Well, also, I haven't played Koto for a while. So I now that I'm back in the swing, and now I kind of want to start from scratch now that I got it. Kerner says it just adjust with my guy. I might, man. I don't know. We'll see. Don't ever do that. I also heard a lot of good things about Battlefront 2 on PC. Because the graphics are a lot better. It's in 60 frames per second. There's mods. You can get the DLC. You can still play online. So, who knows? Good to s- Pantera Strong says, "Good to see you guys. How are you? Let's hear some Portal or Black Flag. When did the new Lamb of God track come out?" Uh, Lamb of God track came out, I think, yesterday. Um, it's very interesting. 
Because they put like a mysterious little countdown on their site, right? So I believe what it was is they did a countdown of a tour. So they, every there was like seven days. It was a full week. Every day they would release something, and it was like India, North America, Europe, blah, blah, blah. Nice. And then when they got to it, um, they, they released that track, um, which is good. It's actually a lot more it's more brutal than i expected it was on the edge of like a uh, uh, black dahlia murder almost like it was like thrashy craziness and then they slowed down for the rest of it and then they went back to it i was actually very surprised um especially coming off of uh resolution right um, which is an okay i don't think i will still stand by lamb of god has not made a bad song i feel that way about lamb of god like Metallica, kind of. Yeah, yeah. It's like it's okay. Minus Mama said. So a lot of people. It's an okay country song. That's not very. That's not true at all. Because I mean, Saint Anger is terrible. There's a lot of bad songs on Saint Anger. That's true. Reload is terrible too. I'm. I can't. I can't even. I can't even talk about that. <laughs> all right, never mind. Um, what else? Black Flag is actually something that I, I don't. I haven't listened to Black Flag too much. I'm not gonna lie. It's a punk band, right? Uh, I believe it started as punk, but they really got heavier and heavier. I don't know Portal. <clears throat> so what I've been listening to recently, uh, let me look it up. Let me look it up real quick. Wait, you haven't said what you've been playing besides Skyrim. Um, that yeah, that's that it. Skyrim. That's pretty much been it. Some scrim, straight up scrim. Uh, what? Yeah, check out the Lamb of God track. Um, Pantera. It's just a single, right? What? Yeah, it is just a single. I actually, I just listened to it, I think, today or maybe last night. And one, like I said, I was surprised at it. Two, I'm not even sure if they had, like, a release date for the new album or anything like that. I literally just went on there, and they have basically a uh, intro page to their website. So if you go there, that shit pops up first. You listen to the song, then you can, then you can enter site. Sure. So I clicked on that, didn't even enter the site. I, I just listened to it. Um, noise, noise. So that's about where I'm at with that. Um, I, I am super excited for uh, between the bear to me, dude. Yeah. Uh, one, I think they're writing new stuff. The album comes out when June, July, July 10th, the day, the first day of their tour. Um, and seventh. No, I think it was July 10th and July 7th was the beginning of the tour. Oh, you said they yeah, had a couple yeah, yeah, yeah. they had a couple dates before that. Um Pantera Strong, by the way, what Pan, oh, Pantera wise, what what is your shit of choice? Yeah, uh BT Bam's new album, Coma Ecliptic, is in store 710. They have two singles out already and one music video. Two true guys as far as the Metallica Saint Anger goes. I'll look it up. Thanks. Yeah, man. Check out. I actually haven't heard the Lamb of God track yet. I'm going to have to look that up too. Uh, St. Anger. Yeah. I mean, just to give you a a preface, we are (laughs) crazy Metallica fans. That's what we grew up as. I'm not a giant metal metal guy. Uh, I love Metallica. And I have a few staples that I love. And it's like Lamb of God. Between the Barrett and me, Black Dahlia Murder, Every Time I Die, stuff like that. And I don't go too crazy deep. I search. I I, I keep up with it. So. Yeah. I don't go too deep. I, I have some staples, and I listen to too many different things. I 
I don't go too deep into any genre. I just try to get across the board and listen to a bunch of shit. I'm a true fan. He's not. I, I hate it. Metal's stupid. <laughs> Metal's just Satan. It music. just sounds like someone killing a pig. Yeah. So terrible. No, I'm just fucking. I love it. Anyways. Good, good, good. Uh, all right. So Rogue One is good. Our superhero things are good. Battlefront and Kotor three done. Beard done. <sighs> what can we? What can we end with? Sounds like it's about the end of the podcast. They don't, you don't. You don't need to do it. <laughs> you guys know what I'm talking about. <laughs> um, by the way, Pantera, if you want, shut the fuck up. I don't know. What, <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what I'm saying. Oh um, no, actually, no. Here's one thing that you might be into. We did an <clears throat> interview with a dude, Andrew Bena. And he does uh, awesome metal covers on YouTube. And he has his own side projects. He's got his own band. Does shit with a vocalist named Brian Storm. But we did an interview with him a few weeks ago. It went really well. And he's got fucking awesome music. And he's got a badass new guitar. And he's been doing reviews on his guitar and new new songs. And literally, stuff. So check him out. Literally search up uh, Heavy Metal Wrecking Ball. He does a version. I know it sounds stupid, but check it out. It is fucking <laughs> it's awesome. It's heavy as shit, dude. Um, he stays pretty true to the songs, which is kind of cool because, you know, he can make a Miley Cyrus song heavy as fuck. So it's it's pretty cool. Check him out. Andrew Baina, like I said, just search um, Wrecking Ball Metal, and it's most likely going to be the first one. Um, he you, And then you can go from there on his uh, YouTube stuff. Hell yeah. That's, by the way, search him on YouTube. That's where you find him. Um, bunch of bullshit. Um, I think we're about clear. <clears throat> That's, a, that's it, man. We need a guest. Kerner, come down. Be, be on our show again. Uh, we're ready we're ready for to have a motherfucking guest on uh, the next episode. What's the funniest movie that you've seen recently? Uh, does it include movies that I've already seen before? No. It, oh, so new, something new that I've seen? See, that's an issue. That's a fucking hard thing to say. That's man. an issue with... Uh, there's not anything... All right, if I have to pick a new movie that I hadn't ever seen before, uh, there was one with uh, Amy Poehler and Paul Rudd, and I can't even remember the name of it, but it was like a spoof on uh, romantic comedies, and it was directed by the same guy that did Wet Hot American Summer. and it was, So it was absolutely ridiculous, and it was really, really funny. Um, I can't remember the name of it. Oh, let me look it up. But if I had to pick something new, I would say that. Um, I... But recently watched, even though I wasn't a huge fan, overall, it was probably the funniest movie I've seen in a while, uh, Neighbors, with Seth Rogen, Zac Efron, and what's-his-face's little brother? Uh, fuck. James Franco? James Franco. What's his... Dave, Dave Franco? Paul? Jim? <laughs> Lucifer? Yeah, the the younger I think his name is Dave. David. <laughs> the David young Franco. Franco. Yeah. Uh I could be completely wrong. Um <laughs> but that honestly, I'm not like I like I was telling you, I'm not a huge fan of strictly Seth Rogen movies where he's the main character. Right. But the movie altogether was funny as fuck. Tommy Boy said it is Dave Franco. Uh the movie together was all I honestly liked Zach Efron. I thought he was the funniest part of that whole movie. One, because you don't expect it from him. And he'll just be like, yeah, sucking nuts and a bunch of it. You're like, what the fuck just happened? Like, I'll have to check that out. A lot of people have been telling me to watch that. Um, 
Kind of says Rose Byrne is in Neighbors. Is that that Australian she, lady? Yeah, she's funny. She's funnier than Seth Rogen in she's that. She's hilarious. She is, she's beautiful too. Stunning. She's in a lot of stuff. Um, they came together is the romantic comedy that I'm thinking of. Paul Rudd, Amy Poehler. Yeah, it's hilarious. Directed by David Wayne, who is just outrageous. That photo. Yeah, we're looking at a photo of it. <laughs> Should tell you what's enough. what's the movie where Paul Rudd is talking to himself, trying to get them all psyched up. He's talking about his dick. You want some of that? Duck, dude, look it up. Put, is l- it uh, I love you, man? Mm, with with Jason Segel, maybe. It's really, really, uh, it's hilarious. But there's just a scene where he's talking about his dick, and he's literally just like trying to psych himself up. And what am I going to say to this girl to be dirty? And he's like, "You want some of that duck?" <laughs> yes, that's it. Is it? it? Yeah, Wanderlust with Jennifer Aniston. I haven't actually seen that. Can we play this? I heard about it. No. I'll watch it with you afterwards, though. Um, role models? No. I Actually, I've never seen that either, man. Role models is funny. Yeah, I haven't seen a brand new movie that was hilarious uh, in a while. They Came Together is the only one I can think of. Um, I watched Joe Dirt again the other day. And that was really funny. Role models is really funny. I like... Uh, Wait, Role Models has Ryan Reynolds and Paul Rudd, right? Mm, I don't know if it's Ryan Reynolds. I think it's Paul Rudd and Sean William Scott. That's it. You're right. I know. You're right. That. You're right. Twenty Two Jump Street. Yeah, Travis. That is probably the last one I seen that was amazing. But that was la- that was a while ago. That was yeah, but probably the most recent. That was well, that was Christmas, I guess. Probably the most recent. I haven't seen either of those. I'd need to catch up. They're really fucking good. Their their chemistry is amazing, and uh, what's his face is a lot funnier than I ever expected. Channing Tatum, funnier funnier than fucking probably Jonah, not Jonah literally Hill. funnier than Jonah Hill, but funnier because you don't expect him to be that funny. No, he's funny as fuck. You know what I mean? It's 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 amazing. Uh, but yeah, so that I would probably have to pick. They came together, but I did watch Joe Dirt the other day, and I was cracking myself up. So funny. Awesome. Cool. What about you guys? Anyone? Uh, if you are listening to this, where can they where can they drop an answer? What's the most recent mo- funny movie that you guys have seen? Oh, uh, yeah. Let me show you. So we have an, a voicemail thing. If you don't know what that is, I will tell you. So you head to our website, roguesquadronpodcast.com slash contact. Get in touch with us. Uh, you There's a little widget that you can leave us a voicemail. So... Hit record, chat, yell something, uh, tell us something you want to hear, comment on something that we've asked, uh, and we'll throw your voice recording in the next episode. You can hear motherfucking dumbass self talk on the show. So if you've made it this far with us, I'm going to ask you the same question I asked, Commander. Um, What was the funniest, most recent movie uh, that you've seen? Uh, When you do leave the voicemail, give us your name and where you're from. Um, and then uh, answer the question and cuss us out. I don't give a goddamn. Um, do what, do of it. But uh, yeah, we'll, we'll we'll toss you on a bunch of it. I present <laughs> I present my my demon. But yeah, um, let us know. Other than that, man, uh, we're, we're once good, again. We're where do they go. have to go? podcast.com slash contact contact and click start recording, and you can record a voicemail basically for us. Um, and we'll we'll put you in the uh, the next episode. Absolutely. Um, Again, what was your most, what was your favorite, most recent funny movie 
um, and maybe just give us a little description of why you like it little or whatever. blurb. Um, Tell us who you is. But we definitely appreciate you guys' time. This is the end of the episode. I don't... Number 33. Number 33, friends. This is the Rogue Squadron pod. Oh, Prostate Violator. That's uh, That's a name that I haven't heard in a long (laughs) time. It's a long time. It's a long, long time. Oh, man. Uh, You caught us. uh, Wow. That's funny. We were just ending the the show, Prostate. Um, But that's funny. (laughs) That's that's funny because uh, I was just going to... We were just talking about... Prostate! (laughs) One of the most recent movies that we were just talking about was uh, uh, Hot Tub Time Machine. Oh, yeah, yeah. And they call that one the bald dude violator. So that's funny that <laughs> that you just that you just popped up. Can, uh, well, how and why? Is yeah, that, if you want to... We're going to end the show real quick, but if, if Prostate has something to say... Can you, can you tell us how you came about that name? <laughs> Actually, can you not? That's, that's actually maybe we might get arrested for that if you do. So. <laughs> we're gonna get kicked off Twitch. <laughs> um, but thanks everyone for for being in the chat with us. Uh, if you're listening to this after the fact, definitely catch us on Twitch. Uh, we do a lot of live streams of video games. We do uh, fanboy commentary. We live stream and chat along movies and shit like that. Mainly the Star Wars films. And then obviously we have our normal episode. We do wow. We do <laughs> our normal episodes on Thursday nights usually. Tonight's an exception. Uh, but catch us on there. Tune in for the show and uh, tell us your comments and chat and tell us what you want to talk about and we'll, we'll get to it. Uh, other than that, hit us up on social media at Rogue Squad Pod. Uh, follow us on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, yell at us. Tell us what you think of the show. We want to really get uh, to know our fans more. So if you listen to the show, we really want to hear from you. Uh, so, so yell at us. Uh, other than that, thanks to our sponsors, podcastmasters.net. And uh, at newwavetraders.net. Wow, that's not the right address at all. Newwavetraders.com. Thank you. They all bring the show to your ears. And um, we'll catch you next time. Deuces. Hey, guys, by the way, we do usually record, if you're with us live, we record tech usually uh, Thursday nights around 8 o'clock. So if you want to catch us on Twitch or whatever, um, follow us and uh, yeah, it'll shoot, a, shoot an email when we go live. Yes. That's true. So thanks, guys. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks, Pantera, for fucking around. <laughs> thanks, thank prostate. you, thank you, prostate, for being prostate. Uh, <laughs> and we'll we'll catch you guys next time. Peace. Yeah.